0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Getting Hammered. I'm your host, Mary Catherine Ham. I'm here, as always, with my friend Vic Mattis of the Free Beacon. Vic, how are you doing? Hello, Mary
1: Catherine. I'm uh, fine. I went with my family recently to uh, after after Palm Sunday Mass, which is a long one. I went to uh, Bob and Edith's uh, diner, uh, there are multiple locations.
0: I was just there this morning.
1: What do you What do you get when you go there? Do you get the Are you all over the map, or you just get the same thing every time?
0: No, I'm usually a two eggs and bacon kind of gal. Just like that. It depends Potatoes, if I'm on toast. if I'm on the carbs or not because oh. I love me some grits. They're oh, hard to resist. Oh, so you
1: do the yeah. grits. I, I love grits. I don't think I've done grits there. It's I. Well, if I'm, I'm, I'm in the a, South, I'm, I'll do it.
0: I'm a Southern gal. I yes. like my grits. If if the place does them well, sometimes they can be done very badly.
1: So when I, I tend to be very set in my ways. But it's getting worse. My my obsessive compulsions are getting worse. So if I'm from at Metro 29, for example, I'll get one of two things. which And this is this has been me in Jersey Diners forever, which is either a Western omelet or corned beef hash and eggs. And if not corned beef hash and eggs, then Western omelet. And I always say, today's going to be different. Or really, today <laughs> at 3 a.m. in a Jersey diner. It's going to be different, guys. And then I get the same thing. But at Bob and this now, it's really becoming one of two things. Either uh, it's their specialty, which is the country fried steak.
2: Ooh, right, good country choice. fried
1: steak and with the hash browns and such, or the it's it's on the board, it's on the on um, the chalkboard, but it's it it's it but it's on the menu. They make it seem like oh, it's, it's the price is the same and it's all, but it's like oh, it's a special. A it's special. not really. It's the breakfast sampler for like thirteen ninety nine. The breakfast oh, what sampler? Do you, what
0: do you get in the breakfast sampler? Everything,
1: everything, <laughs> and and so it's it's eggs, how you like it, which I like over easy, and. Ooh, and listeners are going to be getting so hungry listening to this. I prefer hash browns over home fries, right? Because I have a little bit of crisp in there, yes. which is nice, right? I, agree. I uh, agree. It comes with pancakes, and then it comes with three different kinds of meat, a little bit of ham, a little bit of bacon, and sausage patty. A sausage patty, Very right? Very nice. And sometimes I will switch out the ham, because I can always do a ham myself at home, you know, put that in a skillet, and get scrapple. Which is uh, it's an, yeah it's an acquired taste.
0: This is a this is like a northeastern more midwestern. Yeah, thing. it's very right. Pennsylvania. Yeah,
1: right, Pennsylvania, and I'll get that. But you know what, what's happening now is I the last time we were there I separated the the meats and everything into two different plates. This is getting crazy, <laughs> right? So I took all the meats. This time I stuck with the ham, ham, bacon, and sausage, mm-hmm. and I moved them onto the plate with the pancakes. Okay, and so all that's left is on the other plate is my eggs. And the hash browns, to which I add the Cholula hot sauce on the eggs, ketchup on the hash browns, pepper, and on the meats and the pancake is just syrup everywhere.
0: <laughs> Salty and sweet. Yes. yes. Is, is, that, is it
1: surprising I'm still here? To, I mean, what does my left arm feel numb? I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do you smell burnt hair? Anyway um, – uh, that is what I get. I'm turning into like Melvin Udall, Jack Nicholson, and As Good as It Gets. You know, it you know has to be. And I'm this touching is, things. I'm like, move, I'm getting crazy. It's getting
0: crazy. It's just this is just who this is who we are, Vic.
1: That's this yeah. Is,
0: this is once you're once you're fully adult. Yeah. <laughs> you just you just start swerving even more into even the more. T- like <laughs> weird. <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah. Like, like I guess people so. ask me what my hobbies are, and I'm like, I guess I like I lift, I lift weights. <laughs> And I and, I, really and I love my it. children. You, that's <laughs> that's it. That's all. I, occasionally, I read a book.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah.
0: And that's I thought me. to myself, I should I should, should maybe get some other ones. But where no. am I going to fit them in? No,
1: this is this is it. This is all we're doing. It's I'm lucky that good. one of them Spending. is working out. <laughs> Which one? Okay. How are you? What's oh,
0: up? I'm good. We are preparing for Easter.
1: Oh, yeah. So we're
0: going back home. Oh, very taking nice. the fam. Oh, good. But my family. My immediate family it now consists of Steve and four yes. little ladies, right? Well, I'm not that little, but, you know, the three little <laughs> ones and then me. <laughs> sure. And we're all of a southern pedigree. Mm-hmm. You know, my kids were born in northern Virginia, but they, they get it from me. Yes. Which means for Easter, there must be clothes and dresses oh. and bows and ensembles that are not Totally matchy, matchy, but coordinated. I haven't brought Steve into the ensemble yet. I probably should, and he'd be game for it. You mean like uh,
1: you would want him to wear something that matches? Sure, he
0: can wear like a purple shirt. He can handle that. The, the beauty of having a very masculine husband is he, he can be he very can comfortable with, yes. just wearing That's right. a lavender gingham shirt if he needs to wear a lavender a gingham shirt. shirt. No, I, 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 yeah. I <laughs> he can, will sure. pull that off.
1: He's comfortable. Yes. He's comfortable and confident. Uh, He's a confident.
0: So the other day, my oldest and I were out, and uh, we were supposed to do one thing, one errand, and it just, like, didn't work out. And I was yeah. like, ugh. I'm in an annoyed mood. Let's go to Target and do some Easter shopping. <laughs> so we did – and we, we found some cute stuff. Now, the issue is I can't go totally matchy-matchy anymore because finding mommy and me for mommy, eight, six, and basically a newborn is it's very, it's difficult. It's difficult, okay? And you know what? Matchy-matchy isn't even as sophisticated as you know me to be, audience, dear audience. <laughs> can, can I, if nothing else, I am a sophisticated lady. Can you
1: give us a, a, a little hint what color? Is there a color theme or a pattern? Mm.
0: Yes, there's a color theme. So (laughs) I found a little baby dress that has like sort of peach and pink with a little bit of lavender in it. And so then I found a stripey outfit for my middle Uh that's peach and pink with a little hint of lavender. And then my oldest decided that she needs to have a. A jumper, like a jumpsuit romper, mm-hmm. she's going very, like, tweeny. Yes. And she's like, I want solid, and I want a romper. And I was like, Fine. you know what? It's actually a good choice. So she has a peach romper, and I'm ah. going to get a little, uh, like, a lavender sweater.
1: So it's going to peach- be a Luke. peach lavender, Luke. <laughs> Pe- it's a peach lavender thing.
0: Yes. I once traveled home for Easter with all of the clothes but none of the bows, and it actually made me very sad, but I am certain that the Lord forgives.
1: What do you mean by bows?
0: Like bows for their
1: hair. Oh, oh yes, of okay. course. Sorry, <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening here. Are, are you big on Easter hats? Are you an Easter hat person? I'm glad you asked, Vic. only <laughs> no. I don't know that much, but I do know hats are kind of a big deal for some people. Ladies. The baby
0: has oh. not one but two bonnets to wear.
1: <laughs> oh, a bonnet.
0: And the older girl's got two little sun hats.
1: Yes, the sun hats. Well, it should be a lovely weekend. It's going to be very cute. And I wait to see now, pictures?
0: here's what's going to happen. It's going to end up being 31 degrees in North Carolina, I'll be like, no. <laughs> and I'll make them stand outside in the sun and freeze while I take a picture. Just smile. Just smile.
1: That's right. You have to get dressed up for Easter. You have to get dressed and up for Easter. And I
0: believe by Easter Sunday, I should be able to cuss again, so that'll be helpful oh, to get my them in goodness. line for the for the pictures. I'm just kidding. I'm I'm actually I'm, <laughs> I do I miss cussing. I'm not gonna lie. I miss it.
1: How good have you been about keeping I've that? I've been up?
0: pretty good. Really, I've been pretty good. 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 Oh, there have been a couple, been a couple moments, but they're they're well. sort of in the heat of the moment. It's not just that that's I eliminated the eliminated the day to day casual, mm-hmm. and then it's like stub a toe. It's I'm gonna go. I'm going a level above Dagnabbit. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not gonna mm-hmm. be censored.
1: These are challenging times, <laughs> so I you get a pass. No one's perfect. I haven't broken mine, which is, of course, not playing Civilization except for on Sundays.
0: Oh, too. And, and
1: that That's been it's been it's been very difficult because I've been instead I've had to do like other uninteresting things like recap No, not Catcher in the Rye. Uh, 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 to Kill a Mockingbird. This is. I was like Catcher in the Rye. Are you I having? Have,
0: are you having your you're having your teenage crisis yes, now? Yes, I
1: am having it now. Yes, Lord of the Flies. Oh no no. <laughs> so I'm reading To Kill a Mockingbird because that's my on my son's reading list. Oh. And they're reading. Really, more, much more interesting books. I'm surprised. Everything.
0: I'm surprised that one's not off the list. No, than, uh, oh, in the northern well, Virginia.
1: I mean, it goes to a private school. So, nah, I but you're right. There it is because that word is dropped a lot, mm-hmm. and it is. But it's you know, it's the South. It's the 1930s, uh, told from a little girl's perspective. It's that's
0: tricky. It. It's, it it's, it's it's tricky. It we is. reread read My Girls, and I read uh, Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry, which is a fantastic fantastic book written in the mid-century about the time between the world wars in um in the south oh. a black family oh. that owns land oh, yeah. a sort of sure and and a young woman told from the point of view of a young woman who's coming to, to grips with the idea of being discriminated against mm-hmm. and that this is what her life looks like it of course has some very adult themes in it uses the word mm-hmm. but my kids i thought for my kids it was such a good example of I mean this is this is the yeah. the nitty gritty of what this used that's to look like said. in yeah. places where we live, right? That's right. That's
1: right. And
0: I wanted them to oh, that's have that. And it's so very clear in the book that anyone using this word, that's the bad that's the bad dude doing mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, that's the mm-hmm, bad mm-hmm, thing to say. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. But it is tricky when you're like, Why well, am I introducing this notion? When of course I haven't introduced it to them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, right. you're hearing this for the first time, and you right. have to say, like, this is verboten, right. but also don't think about it too hard, because I don't want you to, like, yes. bring the, bringing then it, then it up with up. people.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know, it's, I don't know. Look, I'm just trying not to get canceled. Trying not to get my kids canceled. That's really... While cool. also teaching them.
1: It's the most best we can hope for.
0: Oh, man. We're, we're making it. We're going to make it to Easter. That's the important thing. Before we get to the news... A word from our sponsor, Vic, The Spectator, as the longest-running magazine in the world. The Spectator dispenses with the identity politics of today in favor of intelligent conversation and thought, from the war in Ukraine to the ideological war in the classroom, from the rise of inflation to the rise of cancel culture. The Spectator has been dedicated to stimulating reporting and analysis since 1828. The U.S. edition of The Spectator has just newly come ashore and is bringing the high-quality writing and analysis to U.S. audiences For the first time. The Spectator also covers the best in books, travel, food, wine, Vix loves this part, (laughs) and much, much more. We have a special officer for listeners of Getting Hammered. Sign up today, and you'll receive three free months of the print magazine and full digital access. Plus, they're going to send you a free Spectator hat. I mean, come on. You want to wear the hat. Don't lie. Just go to spectatorworld.com backslash special offer and use the offer code HAM, H-A-M, just like me. HAM. Guys. I really like reading the Spectator. It has some writers I love in it. I love the food and wine part, as does Vic. And I like getting an actual print magazine. Look at me, because I'm a boomer at heart.
1: No, I like holding a magazine. In the
0: it's hand. nice. It's very. Nice. We come from a magazine pedigree, the two of us. Yes, we do. So sign up today to get three months of the Spectator plus get your free Spectator hat when you subscribe today at spectatorworld.com backslash special offer. Use offer code HAM, H-A-M, at checkout to redeem your offer. That's spectatorworld.com backslash special offer and offer code HAM, H-A-M.
1: It's very erudite. Yes. It's a good read. It is. So I forgot to mention this. When I was at the diner, I like looking around and seeing that it's crowded. It was crowded. Everybody's here having a great time, the whole thing. A woman walks in, and I tell them, don't, don't judge people. Lest ye be judged, since we're on this holy week thing. But a woman walks in, and she's wearing – she walks in from the outside wearing a cloth mask and a KN95 on top of the cloth mask. It takes her about five to ten seconds to get to her table, at which point then she takes it off and then spends the rest of her time with a friend without the mask. Okay. How does that work?
0: Yeah, well, there are places that the COVID can't get you. One is walking. at the table. <laughs> one is like when you're feeling the spirit, as we learned from oh, the San yeah. Francisco oh, mayor. Remember yes, that? That's right. that's uh right. Now there's a new one where you can't get it, which is uh, uh, Kamala, of course, didn't wear a mask after being exposed at the gridiron dinner. The gridiron oh, dinner.
1: yes. Speaking well, of which. A
0: lot of things have been called super spreaders that were not super spreaders, such as like, I don't know, pool parties in mm-hmm. Arkansas in mm-hmm. summer of 2020. That's right every outdoor event that ever happened in the entire pandemic this is actually a super start. i think we're in the 60s now yeah. of, of of number of people who yes, have no, tested positive of, of elite dc politicians and media folks who got covid at an indoor gridiron dinner the gridiron dinner is a super soup secret guys event that has a comedic element Mm -hmm. where media types do skits about politics and media. There are a couple high-profile politicians there. Everybody has some drinks, enjoys their dinner. The skits are sometimes actually funny. And then everybody leaks what happened at the soup's secret
1: dinner. Yes, yes.
0: (laughs) This time, what leaked was the virus. That's...
1: uh, (laughs) Let me ask you, because Pelosi was there, right? And, and and she got it. Is that how she? It, yes, she, she
0: was she got there. It, Eric Biden Adams. was
1: Biden there, right? He was not. Oh, he was not there because but, she had kissed him earlier at a different function.
0: Right. And this I is, see. well, this is the thing. Again, I want people to go to things like yeah. dinners, no, no, no. right? I think saying. we're at that point in the pandemic. That's we have right. many weapons against the COVID. Make your decisions about your personal risk profile. And go forth and have fun. However, don't give me this nonsense from the people who have been telling the rest of us we're animals. Yeah. For, like, in 2020 having an outdoor Easter egg hunt mm-hmm. with seven children. Mm-hmm. that
1: That's against the law. That,
0: that's that. You can get the police call mm-hmm. for that. Uh, that when you kiss the president on the cheek, Nancy Pelosi, after you've been definitely exposed, mm-hmm. and I guess was positive. Sure. That doesn't count as a close contact because it was less than 15 minutes together. (laughs) First of all, I don't want to see the 15-minute version of the kids, so don't get me wrong. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. But there's all this excuse-making in the wake of this to say how they're sort of following their – you're not following your own rules. They're not following at all. You're not following any rules. And by the way, this is the problem with the upside-down risk analysis from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Toddlers are masked in New York City. They are not at risk. Their caretaker, the caregivers, by and large, are not at risk because many of them, again, we have many weapons to fight this virus. The grown mayor of New York being definitely exposed at the gridiron, later testing positive, did not change his behavior. He went to an event in New York City, a film festival that was populated indoors With people with disabilities. It was specifically a film festival Mm. uh, for for this specific demographic that is more at risk for COVID. And yet he went to that event. Perhaps if we hadn't been pretending three-year-olds were the problem, he would have made a better decision about how to protect actually vulnerable people when he has actually been exposed. This is the thing that gets me like... We don't have to treat the children like disease vectors, but when you are exposed, you should behave differently.
1: And it, it also seems like everybody is fine with this, 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 this contradiction. Well, it's because right? it's,
0: it's finally them that are getting yeah. it, if this right? Were, this if, is what Omicron brought. Right, 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 brought.
1: right. If, the, if, if it wasn't the gridiron, let's say it was a CPAC event or something at Mar a Lago, <laughs> would they not be covering it? Oh, yeah, nice. in this way.
0: Oh, Mar a Lago. Even t- to this oh, day, an event it. at Mar a Lago would be. Yeah, no, they say,
1: see, we told you, and look at them, and look what they're doing, and they're going to places, and they're spreading it. But here, it's okay. Democrats have been caught on countless occasions violating mask rules indoors, on trains, public transportation, airplanes, and and still up to now, I mean, throughout the last two years, as chronicled by the Washington Free Beacon, Alex.
0: And at hair salons, Miss Nancy Pelosi was one of the first ones to break
1: rules. That's right.
0: And again, what this tells you, because Nancy Pelosi is in her 80s, okay? She's... She's there. She is vaxxed. Yeah. She's not not living hermetically sealed. Mm -hmm. She is far more at risk, even vaxxed, than the tiny children. Right. Yet we treat them like opposites. And the way that you prevent endangering people is to actually know that the children aren't the problem and that you might mm-hmm. be the problem if you go to a dinner and are exposed by the way here's a here's the reason that Kamala Harris was was not wearing a mask indoors even though she had been exposed.
2: And Speaker Pelosi was not considered a close contact, but it seems like a very close call. I know you've said that he had a second booster and that he's following CDC guidelines, but given the importance of his role and his age, mm-hmm. is the White House considering any stricter measures to keep him safe, more mask wearing, fewer big venue events, more outdoor events? Well, when you say it's a close call, I'm not sure what you mean by that. A close call in the sense that they were in two events at the White House together within two days. She tested positive. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, for clear- purposes what the way a close contact is defined it's not arbitrary it's not something made up by the white house it's cdc guidelines and how they define it is being within six feet for a cumulative total of 15 minutes over a 24 hour period that they were not oh well, you know
0: the virus ver- the, the-, the virus knows and behaves itself in your 0.1 when you're not wearing it that's r-
1: yeah that reminds me of the children's recovery rate from COVID, which is also 99.998%. I just. But let's make sure that they're masked because uh. they're the ones who can spread it to, as they say, it could go to somebody who's immunocompromised. And as you know, the immunocompromised comprises 3% right. of like, the U.S. population. So instance, we need to stop everything for if, that. If
0: I were in, I genuinely, I, verily I say to you, mm-hmm. if I were in Harris's shoes or Adam's shoes, yeah. even though, as you know, uh, sponsored by Ivermectin, I am a real, <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> real COVID mm-hmm. rebel. Yeah.
0: I would not attend those events. I would not, yeah. I would not hover over the president no, 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 no. without a mask. The I would not thing. go to right, the if you
1: knew you were. Okay, film festival right.
0: had I had a recent right. exposure, because that is actually right. a thing that can be risky.
1: It's the contradiction, the contradiction that's driving, uh, us insane. If you think about it, everyone's talking about Title 42, you know, on the border. They're going to, the, the pandemic is over. They're no longer going to be, you know, turning illegal Im- immigrants away, illegals away because of the threat of COVID. Now everybody can come over. And even the administration's own estimate says it's about 2.2 million, right? Illegals are going to be coming over. That's okay. They can go in. Nobody's going to check them for their vaccine status. But two year olds need to be masked.
0: It's Looney Tunes. It's Looney Tunes. Uh, a, a one other thing that, that Jen Psaki said is that, uh, you know, Kamala Heuma- Harris, you know, she, she's only human. What, pray tell, are the rest of us? Yes. What have the rest no. of us been for two Because I had a lot of emotional moments <laughs> for the last two years.
1: You've got to deal with that and your kid at home and anyone or any parent who's had to have, you know, they have to work remotely or they have to go somewhere for a job and they have a, a kid who has special needs and that person needs to. How does that work? That's your problem. Don't no. get
0: emotional and take off your mask. That's for sure.
1: So, getting emotional right now so
0: look am i i'm on the verge i'm on the verge, vic yeah of giving dr anthony fauci a you love to hear
1: it uh huh yeah
0: i know i know
1: what's and going I, on and i don't even know if Go my on.
0: i don't even know if this you love to hear it is ironic or not i can't mm-hmm. decide this week he's saying look we're all going to get this thing we have tools to fight it we have vaccines you're going to have to go forth and make your own individual risk analyses. Mm -hmm. Let's play the clip real quick.
1: This is not going to be eradicated and it's not going to be eliminated. Mm. And what's going to happen is that we're going to see that each individual is going to have to make their calculation of the amount of risk that they want to take.
0: Oh, really,
1: Dr. Oh, really? This is the point where people stop listening to him? Is that what happens now? Because... It's sort of like the CDC saying that, for example, where we live in this county, it's low risk. And so the county will just ignore the CDC now because they say in low risk, because they believe it's high risk, because there are, you know. You know again, what I think he's trying to do? crazy. Yeah. Is, he,
0: is he trying to get to the right of Leanna Wynn?
1: Oh, it's a battle between the two of them. Le- Leanna Wynn yeah. is
0: stealing all the all oh. the fire. Because she's, cause yeah. she's really – she went from people without vaccines shouldn't be allowed to leave mm-hmm. their house. That's right. To now – The gridiron dinner, things are going to happen, guys, just like you got to move forward with life. Now, (laughs) I appreciate the pivot. I would appreciate some more acknowledgement of how the pivot happened. The gridiron dinner, by the way, was a vaccine passport and negative test event, right? So, like, when you're discriminating against people based on Mm -hmm. these metrics and they don't actually work, that's a problem.
1: Right the empire the empire app right is that what it is the excelsior app is that what it is to help you show oh i've been vaccinated and you use it and so everyone of course has a phone they can use that that they have the app and it gets you in and people are still getting covid because the vaccines that they're they've taken are not as effective on these new variants and there's more variants coming up that are even less uh, symptomatic Ah, i'm running out of words The, the thing is it's it's they're being mugged by endemicity, right? Because it's now becoming endemic. So they're coming to grips with this. But I feel like with Anthony Fauci, he's talking out of know, sort of both sides of his mouth. He previously was saying, we may have to mask up again, be careful. We may have to bring up those mitigation measures. And then now he's saying, well, it's really an individual choice. Well,
0: within the same week, he said, yeah. we may need to revert to being more careful and having more utilizations of masks indoors. So,
1: so I, And, and yeah. maybe
0: that's your individual choice. By the way, the the person in the diner does an N95, the, an N95 can't seal if it's over a cloth over mask. Over the cloth
1: mask, but she wasn't wearing it anyway for the anyway. rest of the time. I, it's just,
0: again. So, so he's saying yeah. both things, but nonetheless, like I'm going to take my win where I get it. And maybe maybe Fauci and Wynn will 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 hustle to beat each other to the most normal existence.
1: I, However, yes. they're mm-hmm. not
0: in Philadelphia. No. Philadelphia is mm-hmm. where they are reinstating the indoor mask mandate. city of Philadelphia will once again be under an indoor mask mandate. The Department of Public Health made the announcement on Monday afternoon during a press briefing. Due to increasing COVID-19 cases, Philadelphia gover- government will move to level two mask precautions beginning today. If other cities follow their lead, mm-hmm. which I think is entirely possible.
1: Because yeah, they're focused and they're obsessed on case numbers.
0: Yes. Then to me, the only rational conclusion is that this will happen every year, mm-hmm. every spike, every right. winter, every flu season, and that in order to eradicate it, one must vote out as many people as possible who have yeah. their hands on the levers here.
1: Yeah, that's right. Again, the number of hospitalizations are down. Cases are up, but hospitalizations are down. And people are like, oh, you wait three weeks, you know, it's going to come up. But they've been saying this for a long time. How long
0: have we been waiting two weeks And that's not to say that there were not terrible losses, but like it is always at every moment. And if you're immunocompromised,
1: I feel bad as well. But if you look at the grand scheme to shut down, to say, you know, we're going to close it like they did, playgrounds and park benches and schools because of this number of people – that's a problem. Yes. And again, I'm bringing up Arlington County here because, you know, uh, the New York Times is still telling us in their COVID tracker, cases are very high. Be very careful where you go, even though the CDC says it's low risk. The the population of Arlington County is about 236,000, right? Right. Do you know how many COVID patients are currently at Virginia Hospital Center, which oh, is I the Arlington no, Hospital? I don't know. 10. Oh, Wow. And they, and I mean, then, so this is yeah. good
0: news. We, we're treated no, like this is like tentative. crazy to point this no. out, but this is no, this is a good people, development.
1: Right, right. And the the other thing I get, a, we
0: are okay. also a highly vaccinated population in northern Virginia.
1: Yes, yes, we are. Seventy one percent of all ages, that includes from babies. They they're counting all ages. But if, if if you look at these numbers, it's just you know it makes absolutely no sense. And if you look at the COVID tracker for the New York Times, it's funny because they will say, you know what the phrase is, deaths have remained the same. You know what the death is for the last like you know several weeks it's zero yeah it's zero well, there you
0: have it it's i i do think if we revert to the the more locked down mask yeah. indoors mindset in a lot of american cities that it will make the red wave such that it is far more tsunami like and it will take yeah. a lot of people by surprise because mm-hmm. they are truly convinced that this is the responsible way of doing oh, yeah. things.
1: Absolutely. You look at the co- – you know, I hate to say it, but look at the comments when you – you know, I'm reading about the news where, you know, Philadelphia announces I they're know. going back into – they're masking up. And people are like, oh, thank God. We have – Thank God.
0: There's a lot going on with that, with that. In other red wave news yes. – uh, Perhaps, perhaps the masking could distract from the inflation. Is that?
1: Oh, maybe that's the idea. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yesterday,
0: Ooh, earlier this week, Jensaki was uh, speaking at the White House about the CPI coming out this mm-hmm. week. That's the Consumer Price Index, which, as we've pointed out on the show before, is basically like uh, some economists get a typical cart of groceries added up, and then that's your that's your CPI, your yes. your index for how much how much goods cost and. It uh, has been rising, and she's previewing that it's going to rise.
2: Because of the actions we've taken to address uh, the Putin price hike, we are in a better place than we were last month. Um, But we expect March CPI headline inflation to be extraordinarily elevated due to Putin's price hike. And we expect a large difference between core and headline inflation reflecting the global disruptions in energy and food markets. So core inflation doesn't include energy and food prices. Uh, Headline inflation does. And of course we know that core inflation, you know, energy, the impact of energy, of course, on oil prices, gas prices, we expect that to Uh, continue to reflect what we've seen uh, the increases be over the course of this invasion. Do you remember... More than two months ago? Yes. Do you remember Bank
1: Bank One Stadium, you know, uh, the the baseball stadium? Yes. And the uh, announcers were forced to not call home runs home runs, but for purposes of promotion, they kept on calling them Bank One Boomers. Oh, he <laughs> just hit a Bank One Boomer. And that is- That's the, embarrassing. That Bank, Wada, Bank One Boomer. That's a great one. And and because, and this, think about this, when think about the Putin price hike, they're trying to make this a thing. Stop it's like trying that to make,
0: Stop <laughs> trying to make fetch that happen. Thatch. Yes. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, all of us sentient human beings remember that gas prices and grocery prices and inflation in general, was a problem before Putin invaded Ukraine. Yes, it accelerated some yes, of these trends. Yes, Yes, sure. it has an effect, but it is not the Putin price hike. And now this is a lovely move. Some Democrats have pivoted to saying, if you point out that it's not a Putin price hike, then you are just in line with Putin's messaging. Uh, oh wow, that's crazy town. That is not the case. Uh, that's just that's just understanding the last six months of of existence in America. So the CPI rose 8.5 percent year over year for March, slightly topping expectations and now the highest levels in over 40 years. Over 40 years, I am an old lady of over 40 years, and here we are. You are. Yeah, I know. It's hard really? to believe. Oh. Hard to believe. Oh, my gosh. Can I tell you a conversation I had with my daughter yesterday? Steve tweaked his back a little bit only because he was lifting so much weight, guys. Yeah, he's very- a man. He's a man. This happens very to Kate, manly by man, by the way. Yes. And, and my oldest says, what's wrong with you, Dad? Because he's like, oh, I tweaked my back a little bit. I'm getting old. Can't, can't do all the stuff tweaked. I used to do trying to, trying to stay strong. And she says, mom's back is fine. See, she knows she's old. So she doesn't put as much pressure on herself.
1: You know, she could have just stopped that mom's back is fine. <laughs> but then she explains why.
0: Explains why. Anyway, so wages are up 5.6% in the last year, meaning that most workers are not even keeping up with inflation. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, by the way, courtesy of that's right. Numbers Muncher on Twitter. Thank you.
1: It's funny that do they understand how inflation works or do they, are they just refusing to concede? that the, the, the problem is that there's too much money in the economy. I mean, are they do they actually know that this is the reason when they have – they passed, you know, the two COVID relief bills and we're talking trillions and trillions of dollars into a uh, shutdown economy that is now opening up, that that is the problem, that there's more demand? Do they do they I, acknowledge I, that?
0: I, I think they do not want to acknowledge that because the that would be the one accomplishment of – the Biden administration being canceled out, right? So they can't admit right. that that's part of the problem or the whole problem. That's right. Larry Summers, they- among others, and even economists who are not right no, no. economists, are yeah. like Steve Ratner. Yeah, yeah, probably those very, very many trillions of dollars were not the right step to take.
1: I was going to say, you know, because you know, I, I took a couple. I took I don't know four semesters of econ in college. My average is about a C plus, but even I. With a C-plus average. Well, no, that it's because and, – and the thing is, I was going to say – so I get this restaurant industry newsletter, you know, because I like to know what's going on in the restaurant industry. And, and the editor I know, really nice guy, uh, but, you know, he's on the left and he constantly is lamenting about how, you know, the Republicans are blocking the more more aid to restaurants because they need, they, they need another round. And what what, you know, what this economy needs is another $55 billion Oof. aid package. And I'm like, and then they wonder why inflation is also why is it so why is it so it's high? Just, it's
0: just it's bad, and I <laughs> fear it's getting worse. And I, you know, I'm somebody who like com- comfortably in the sort of laptop pajama class, right? I'm not a person sure. who's who's going who's hurting the most from this yeah. by a long means by, by a long ways, and and nonetheless, our budget looks very yeah. different. And do we have some cushion for that? Sure, but I. If I'm worried, I know a lot of other That's people exactly. are very worried.
1: I was saying the exact same thing. I am the one who gets the credit card statements and I look down item by item normally because I want to make sure, you know, there's no fraud because that happens particularly to one of my cards and it's like you've had to do it like I don't know why, but it happens and so I go line by line and everything has been fine knock on wood. But what I'm noticing are the grocery bills from the, from from like Harris Teeter they're out of control. I'm actually glad
0: Steve's Steve's been ordering a lot of the groceries, which is good okay. because I'd have sticker shock and we'd be just eating like only potted meat. Oh right. <laughs> I'd be like, Your no, mother when... your mother's cheap and we're eating saltines. I mean off brand saltines from the store, not yeah. not the actual saltines on brand in the biscuit. What are we? <laughs> what are we? Daddy Warbucks? Yeah, that's
1: right. That's right. Rockefeller.
0: All right. <laughs> so we we'd be suffering. My my husband, yeah. however, has more. He can handle that. So he he clicks the button, and I, I haven't been doing as much because I think if I went in if I went in person, I'd be like, "Sorry, kids, it's you're eating sawdust and like some Cube, with salt cubed
1: steak. You'll be eating cubed steak."
0: <laughs> but anyway, it's it's hurting people. It's a yeah,
1: no, no, that's what I'm exactly the same and thing. I
0: don't see it turning around. We're able
1: to, you know, thank God, we're able to, you know, still be okay. But think about a lot of these other people who are this is this is ridiculous for basic staples.
0: That yes, you know it makes me think of out of touch people. You know, there's a whole mm. conference of them this week.
1: Oh boy, wow! Here we go. Oh, here we go. Since these are, Sh- these are people we know, I know But we're going there. And look, this I... this is where this is. Yeah, we're doing this just for the ratings, by the way.
0: Just, <laughs> no, right. there are there are many people I know at this conference. Mm-hmm. There was a disinformation and sure. the erosion of democracy gathering at the University of Chicago. In Chicago, yep. done by the University of Chicago and the Atlantic together. David, David Axel. Yes, and I have I have been full disclosure. I have been a fellow at that program and had a great time. Oh,
1: did a, I haven't been?
0: Did a did a seminar on free speech and had an awesome time in Chicago. The disinformation event was keynoted by President Barack Obama, who I noted in, last week. I was disinformed by yes. several times about yep. my health care, but this is. There's such a huge blind spot here. And I know, I know that we're in the inception of disinformation at this point because the disinformation is, it was the Hunter Biden laptop story. That was disinformation. But actually, the disinformation was the idea that that was disinformation. And so to talk about this. Oh, yes. It's, yeah, we get, we get down. Levels. Oh, there's levels yeah. of disinformation going on here.
1: But so you, you mean Inception like the movie Inception? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Okay. Yes, we're at the level of Arctic Fortress yeah, it's, right it's, now. It's okay.
0: a lot. It's right. a lot. So it gets complicated to talk about, <laughs> but this this gathering did not address in any meaningful way mm-hmm. the idea that, in fact, media and politicians of the left-leaning mm-hmm. variety have their own mm-hmm. whole genre
1: they were in cahoots.
0: of mis- and disinformation, which I think needs to be addressed, In fact, I've spent many years on CNN addressing this live on TV saying, I don't know, guys, I don't, uh, this whole Russia thing, I don't think you're going to get what you think you're getting out of this Mueller thing. And And, much
1: to their discomfort on air.
0: Well, you know, that's what I'm there for. (laughs) I have a high tolerance for being uncomfortable on air. Hi, everyone. It's
1: great. It's great to see their faces. Just look at their faces when you're on.
0: This blind spot does not help the problem. I would argue it makes it worse because it drives mistrust when you see an entire gathering of really smart people who's not addressing this very glaring thing that, by the way, happened a week before the gathering. There's the there's the the Hunter Biden laptop story. We're all conceding it's real now.
1: Yeah, that's right. The time is the. Most. There was
0: a concerted effort to censor it on basically every platform. Mm-hmm. And that should be on the menu to discuss in pretty decent depth.
1: So then what happened? Somebody asked a question, right?
0: Well, so we talked about, last week we played Anne Applebaum, who's who's a writer for various very big publications, foreign policy author, thinker. A college student asked her a question that addressed the Hunter Biden laptop thing. She said she found it uninteresting. Sort of a dismissive answer. That's the reason. Another college student asked, I believe, Jonah Goldberg mm-hmm. about the Hunter Biden laptop thing. I disagree with Jonah's answer, which was that I think he says it's preposterous to argue that it might have changed the election. I don't think it's preposterous. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth mm-hmm. considering. Nonetheless, the subject is very important, and it's the college students who are bringing it up.
1: I literally have written here, but the question deserves to be addressed. It's like we're all in the same. We we'll Continue, though. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you're no,
0: that this is, yeah, it's like it's like when in any I, again, uh-huh. I'm a cynic who wants to be an institutionalist. I'm right. like, help me help you. Well, help well, me help. I me don't see know the blind spot. At
1: the same time, like, I can't possibly conceive or imagine them, like Brian Stelter, saying, You're right, you know, we got ahead of our skis here because we were so focused on defeating Donald Trump, or we really think that he's the threat. And journalism can no longer take a neutral stand that we did this and we suppressed it. But, of course, it turned out to be real. And they're not going to say that.
0: No, but grappling with it. We were
1: trying to do what was best for the country. Grappling with it
0: would – or at least being honest about it would make – things better and that then, would be a move toward making things better
1: and it is true because we mentioned this on i mentioned this on last week's episode that we did where i i didn't agree with the phrasing of the kid's question about the poll because it doesn't get into specifics of what poll what was the question what are the numbers and you know i mean you can poke polls well, in a poll and it's a,
0: it's also a counterfactual poll like we, sure there's sure. a lot of people who could it be, could have, who could be backfilling that and yeah. saying like oh yes had i known right we, we, we don't, don't we can't know but this is an important yeah. part of the discussion, and then at the end of the the gathering, Jeffrey Goldberg and David Axelrod are are speaking, both of whom I know and respect. Like, let's, but they seem to sort of clown on the students themselves. So I'll play a little bit.
1: I think one darkly humorous, but inevitable. Uh, measurement of our success is that um, our disinformation conference has been the subject of disinformation campaigns on social media already. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Congratulate yourselves for that. You can't see us shaking our heads and rolling our eyes. Wait till the video comes up. You'll really appreciate that. Look. <laughs> but it's happening. Those, it's the dismissiveness.
0: Well, the, the questions. Here's the thing. I speak to a lot of young people mm-hmm. on a lot of campuses. Yeah. I really enjoy it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when they ask me questions that are routinely mm-hmm. more well, it's pointed, mm-hmm. sometimes more mean, yeah. with more assumptions built in yeah. than these college students posed,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I thank them for their questions. Yeah. I thank them for challenging me yeah. because I want them to feel welcome to do so. Now, I'm a conservative on a liberal campus, so of course they feel welcome to do so, but, I, but I'm but i still the person with the power in the dynamic where they're the students and I'm the national figure, small national figure, but you know what I'm saying, who's on the stage. To me, it is an incumbent on those folks, the people with the power, mm-hmm. to say, mm-hmm. hey, I appreciate this question. I encourage these debates, but we're doing the opposite? Yeah. I, I know. I'm disappointed. So am I. Maybe maybe I can come to next next year's disinformation. disinformation. Because I got you spread more of it. I got some thoughts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I could be like your assistant. The,
0: and again, the, this is a problem. I said dur- during all the Trump years, it's like we've got we've got two whirlpools of crazy, mm-hmm. right? Of the sure. left left leaning yeah. disinformation and insanity over here, right leaning yeah. disinformation and insanity over here, and then there's all the normal people in the middle of the two whirlpools trying not to get sucked into both of them all the normal people how many <laughs> 10 like, like s- yeah there's about 10
1: of them. four <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I mean like the citizenry of america there are actually far this more is normals true. This there is true. Yeah. but this blind spot is serving no one it really isn't and i part of my my mission in life is to be the person who says, hey, there's this thing that we're not talking about. And it does make me the weirdo. But as I have said many times, rooms need weirdos. They need people to counter the narrative. And in this case, they needed some more. Some more discussion of these things. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated, y'all.
1: That's all we're trying to do here. Expose the hypocrisy and tell the truth. What else do we got?
0: We do want to do a quick Elon and Twitter right.
1: update.
0: So, uh, on on the free speech front, one of my fave topics. So Elon Musk, you'll remember, bought a large amount of public yes. shares of Twitter, nine point something. I think it's like three times more than Jack, the founder, has. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, buys those. The current CEO, not Jack, says, "Okay, he's going to be on the board." and then several days later it turns out he's not going to be on the board. Now there are theories mm-hmm. theories abound for instance that the trade-off was in order to be on the board he can't publicly criticize anything. Yeah. And Elon Musk is not a person who I think is going to hush on Twitter. No. <laughs> even as part he can't of be
1: <laughs> held back. He would just violate all sorts of
0: So rules what what is your theory on on how what's the one you align with on okay. why why he's not on the board?
1: So uh, if he if he's on the board then he'd be limited to 14.9% ownership of stock in in Twitter, by not being on the board, it's unlimited. He could take uh, as much as he wants. I mean, and he has a lot of money and he's the wealthiest person now, I think, in the world or certainly in America more than, um, you know, Jeff Bezos. And he can easily sway board members because he can do that. And he has a powerful, um, uh, you know, um, he he has a large audience and, 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 and people listen to him. Right. So if he's not going to try to make changes as a board member, then the only thing I can think of is the potential, other than gentle advice, of a hostile takeover at some point. If you want to know how that works, I would recommend watching The Secret of My Success with Michael (laughs) J. Fox.
0: That's a real, real current. That
1: people don't even know that one. It was it it was such a good movie. I love it. I think that was eighty seven. Just that's how it works. What is your theory, Mary Catherine?
0: No, I I, look. I'm I'm no uh, I'm no financial expert, so I don't know exactly how shares and boards and all that stuff work. I think that he is a cantankerous person who does not want to be shut up, and I think that you know that poses some problems if you're on the board. I think he actually wants to have an influence because I don't think he does things like spending billions of dollars without wanting to have to like something. to steer the ship.
1: Yes. There's um, a point to this. There's a point.
0: Yes. There's a point to it. Now, he's also a person who does a thousand things at once. So could he become distracted from the Twitter thing and move on to something else? Probably. Mm-hmm. But I think this is, this seems like, in order to not violate various rules of amassing stock, this would have had to be something he's been thinking about for a while, mm-hmm. maybe gathering stock slowly and then. You know, I, th- I think he has a plan here.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm.
0: a lot of people are very frightened of oh, Elon Musk.
1: Oh, particularly the people who work at Twitter Yes, are scared.
0: There, A lot of people are leaving. I did enjoy a Substack tweet where some, some, one of their like head of comms mm-hmm. said, hey, all you uh, employees of Twitter are leaving yes. because you're afraid of the consequences of uh, a free speech enthusiast, <clears throat> Elon Musk, taking over. Please don't come work at Substack. <laughs> Which is, why, which is why I enjoy Substack. I also have my yeah. own Substack. Mm-hmm. You can check it out at mkhammer.substack.com.
1: Uh, <laughs> Please subscribe.
0: But there is this, there is this idea that a free speech, a pro-free speech billionaire... Mm-hmm. You know, look, I'm not looking for billionaires to save me from all our societal ills. But if I have to choose a billionaire to be in charge of Twitter, which has become this public yeah. forum that's really important to everybody, I would like the one... Mm -hmm. who likes free speech now the left says that this is just his version of free speech where only powerful people get to say things and they never face negative consequences i disagree with that characterization entirely i think he has a more classical understanding of actual free speech not the one that liberals have created on college campuses which is not free speech
1: Ah, that's fear and intimidation speaking of twitter you can follow me at Victorino Mattis. And that wraps up another edition of Getting Hammered. Remember, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher.
0: I am at MK Hammer on Twitter, using my free speech wisely, most of the time. You can find me at MK Hammer on Substack and at MK Hammer Time on the Instagram. Thank you so much for being with us. This has been a Nebulous Media Podcast.